We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the RotoWire DFS show. We are here to talk about tomorrow's Premier League slate. I'm joined by Ryan Balanji. The show is a little bit later than usual, so the prices came out late. And I, I have a theory, Ryan. So today's St. Patrick's Day, right? You know, big po- big party day. And DraftKings headquarters is in Boston. So do you think that uh, perhaps there's a little too much partying going on that, you know, they just couldn't get the slate out on time for us? What do you think about that theory? <laughs> I don't know, man. I hope it's that rather than... <clears throat> The other answer, which would be like, they just don't care or, I mean, DFS soccer is dying. I mean, I hope not. Hopefully, maybe it's partly to do with the NCAA tournament as well. I don't know. The the higher stakes is the, the smallest it's been all season. It's 3K to first, and there's never been one with less than five that I can remember. Um, yeah, I don't know. They just make weird contests, and there was a lot of overlay this week in some of the other contests. So yeah, I don't know. It's not promising. Yeah, it hasn't been great. I was, this had never happened to me before. I've been playing DFS for like a year and a half and I auto cashed some showdowns because they only filled like 10 out of 23 in cash games. So it's not a good sign for the lobby, right? Obviously like when there's overlay, Oh, that's great. We can attack it. That's free money for us. But DraftKings doesn't do that as a promotional tool anymore. So when, that's not happening. There's just not enough interest. And uh, we kind of see that suffering with the contest sizes. I think it's a major bummer as someone who's kind of gotten into it late, but uh, I don't yeah, know. I think it's a do? major bummer. Yeah. I mean, I was even playing small field stuff yesterday and the day before, like six, 16 man tournaments that only got like 12 or 13 people and like 12, 11 and 12 man tournaments that are missing a few people. I've just never seen that before. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Well, the overlay didn't exactly help me in Europa League yesterday. No, me either. either. (laughs) So, you know, we're still paying into it. It kind of just feels like uh, it's just, you know, a lot of us regulars. I don't know, like kind of a regular. I don't play much high stakes, but I try to enter, you know, just about every reasonably sized slate. Maybe I don't play any League MX, but it's sort of just like all usernames I recognize. And then I guess random people are just withering away. Who knows? I don't know how the dynamics exactly work. But it's a bummer for sure. Anyways, on that note, happy things, Patrick. Happy St. Patrick's Day. We're all very joyful. Let's start talking about this four-game slate tomorrow. So it's an interesting slate. There's not 
many of the big favorites, and maybe that's insulting my favorite team, Tottenham Hotspur, but I simply don't think that highly of them. And I think they're only in fourth place because they have two games in hand. So we have a lot of reasonably even matchups that we can be looking at. Um, so the first matchup that kind of strikes my eye is we have Aston Villa versus Bournemouth. So the Bournemouth defense has been really uh, exploitable in DFS lately, uh, but they did just get a win recently, I believe against Liverpool. My, uh, I'm having a mind fart for some reason. So, you know, Bournemouth, they aren't a complete cakewalk, but Villa at home, that still should be a good matchup for them. Tottenham in theory are a good matchup against a bad Southampton team on the road. Although I never trust Spurs on the road. Brentford have been a strong but kind of boring team at home. They're hosting Leicester City. So one question I kind of have about that game is, can Leicester City actually create anything about Brentford? Because there's some nice pieces that we normally want to play there. But I feel like that has potential to be a lower scoring game. And then if you can stay awake for it, the Wolverhampton Leeds game is happening. These are two teams that are really struggling to get a lot of offense going. Um, Ryan, which, which of these games strikes out to you? Do you have any thoughts about any of these games on the slate? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so the Villa, this, this Villa Bournemouth game, I was a little surprised to see Villa with the highest implied total. I thought it would be Spurs. Um, seemed a little high for me for Villa. I don't know, like Bournemouth to me have been better. The, the two rough games they've had were against Arsenal and City. Other than that, I think their defense has been a lot better than it was at the start of the season. I don't know. Villa in these spots, you know, Villa as the biggest favorite on the slate or whatever. It just it never seems to work out. Um, you know, it's Unai Emery. He's better in like underdog spots historically. Just always seems that way. Um, I think Villa's fine though. I mean, there's not, you know, there's not there's not any cash game plays on Villa, I guess. That's the weird thing. Like, I, I shouldn't say not any, but nothing that really jumps off the page. I mean, I don't know. I'm sort of jumping around a little. No, that's so, fine. I mean, Douglas Louise at 5,700 at midfield doesn't jump off the page. I just looked at that. I'm like, it feels like he's always that price. And against Bournemouth, why not? Yeah, and he just – his floor is not that great. So, I mean, like, yeah, that's where you look. He takes the majority of sets. Like, you can't really play – the left back, you know, if Moreno or D or D they're going to get on the soft. bench, I don't know, like Leon Bailey, maybe when we talk about forward, but anyways, yeah, these other games. So Spurs, Southampton, you know, Southampton just continues to be bad most of the time. Like I almost, you can't believe how bad. And then about one out of five games, they'll play. Okay. Um, Spurs. Yeah. You know, is that spot here? I don't know. Spurs were pretty good last time out, but you know, about, you know, one in three times they lay an egg. I don't know. I think it's still a pretty good matchup for Spurs here. I, yeah, it's a pretty good spot for Spurs. Then you have this Wolves-Leeds matchup. Lowest total I think we've seen in one of these Saturday slates for a while. I can't remember a total being under 2.5, but yeah. this one is. Um, I don't mind this one. I, I, I don't mind some players from this game, though. I mean – this is where you have the cheap players. They didn't do us too yeah. many favors with pricing for any of these other spots, really. Um, so, like Wolves, we have Pedro Neto projected yeah, to start to 5K. Um, yeah, I mean, he hasn't played longer than 45 minutes in, in what, like a year or something, but maybe not quite that long. But um, 5K, that's pretty cheap. Um, Feels a forward spot, too. I don't, he's, he's only midfield eligible. Really? 
Yeah, I mean, I was surprised to see that. Oh, that's not how I remember. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. no, well, he wasn't before, but he is now. I think um, I haven't clicked in a utility anyways, but all right. Well, hopefully we can find some forwards to play anyways. Yeah, and then it's, uh, you know, then you have 10.1K Ivan Tony um, at home against Leicester in the other matchup. I don't know, like, you would have wanted to play Mbwemo maybe, but 8,900, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, I always, I always like Mbwemo when he's about 6,500, you know, and now he's almost 9K. Uh, Madison on the other side, you know, he's been really good. He was good against Chelsea again last week. 9,600, I don't know, seems fair-ish. Probably going to want Madison in cash games. At least that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, you have money for him, I think, and I kind of just want to play him for the set pieces. I don't know if the matchup against Brentford is kind of a bad one, though. I don't know. I perceive Brentford, and maybe this is wrong, as kind of a pretty well-organized team, especially at home. And I don't know, I Leicester agree. can really struggle against sides like this. Yeah, so it's not a great matchup. So, so. I just started by looking at the slate as a whole. Like, it's not a great matchup, but who's the priority on this slate? Like, who has a high floor or a, or a good point per dollar value even that you're like, okay, this is where I'm going to start my lineup. I mean, who's the first players in for cash games? Like, yeah, if you don't, I, I'm saying if you don't play Madison, I mean, there's really not much I like on here overall. No, it's kind of it's kind of rough. There's no one that I've like normally when I look at these slates, I say, Oh, okay, I want to play like these three players. And you know, I open up the forward position, I'm like, well, I guess Leon Bailey's a little bit underpriced for the matchup. And then I look at forward, I'm like, I guess I could play Sun. You know, Madison, sure, he's an underdog. There's really not much to do. And so if you start clicking some value plays, like, okay, maybe I'll play Douglas Luiz and Pedro Neto. Well, then you have money, so you have to spend the salary somewhere. So probably just due to those salary constraints, we probably are just going to want to get up to Madison and he has a decent floor and we know that he can flash a big ceiling, even in a tough matchup. I don't know. Lester are kind of a chaotic team, but I'm sort of, we'll get to it, but I agree with you. Yeah. Like I would just figure you start your lineup with sun and Madison and then go from there. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know again, jumping around, but that's just, that's what I was doing. Starting with sun and Madison and f- figuring the rest out. Yeah, that's definitely the construction you're able to spend up twice. Well, why don't we actually start digging into forward? So you did bury the lead a little bit there if we're looking at goal scoring odds. We're going to have three guys who sort of dominate. So we're going to have Ivan Tony, who's always popular. He's the highest. He's got the highest goal scoring odds of the slate at minus 120. That's about 55%. Harry Kane, also very popular. A little bit more expensive and a little bit worse goal odds, but I don't know the difference between $200. Not a huge deal in cash games or GPPs, really. And then for a bit cheaper, you do have Ollie Watkins um, at 9,100, who is uh, one plus 125 to score. I feel like the Villa guys have been priced the same way no matter what the opponent, even in bad matchups. And like it seems like they're the same against Bournemouth. So that makes me want to consider guys like this, but are you considering any of these goal scoring forwards in cash games, just because there aren't that many compelling options, or are you willing to trust in Youngman's son? He did take most of the set pieces last week against Forrest, but he's been, he's, he's had a really unreliable floor. So maybe we want to look more for goals. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about that decision to do with your first forward spot? Um. Yeah, so I think the prices on those three guys, Tony Kane and Watkins, are 
just a little too high to consider for cash. Um, like those goal scoring odds, it's nothing crazy. Like what was Kane on the last slate? And when, when against Southampton, he was like minus, I forget, Four, yeah, minus or not against, or something. at least, yeah, at least minus 150 at home against Forrest. And then he was 9,400. People didn't want to play him. I know we have, this is a different slate and there were more options on that other, other slate, but yeah, I just, I think it's too much for, and like Watkins above 9k, especially. Yeah, no way. Um, it is, it is interesting to see though. I see Leon Bailey with the fourth, with the next uh, highest, if you want to call it goal scoring odds, but all the, all yeah. the way to plus 200. Um, he's the Villa guy that sort of didn't, or they're not all priced up, but he's not priced up. So he might no. be, you might be able to consider him in cash. I don't know. I don't see how you can spend 10 K on these guys. I, I mean, I know people will, but like Tony home against Lester, it's a fine spot, but it's not like a smash spot. Yeah. I mean, the, he does get a lot of shots, but I mean, he takes the penalties, the offense, he just doesn't have much of a floor to be paying that price. I think so. I think like feels you'd gross. have to play him over son, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think you'd play both of them. And what you said about son you know, is true, but I just can't see a world. I mean, you know, it all Spurs always, you never know with Spurs, but I just can't see a world where like Southampton are sort of dominating the play. Like Spurs are just going to have more Southampton are just that bad. It seems like maybe they'll, yeah. you know, they'll have periods of decent play. Um, but to me, it seems like sun has a decent floor in this spot, especially, you know, as we mentioned, he took most of the sets over, Pedro Poro I think all the corners actually I don't think Poro even took one I don't remember but um so yeah you know with that as recent evidence I'm comfortable just playing son yeah I am inclined to agree so as much as I like to joke especially in the discord to being a self-loathing Tottenham fan they did handle Nottingham Forest professionally and Southampton are just they're just wretched I mean, maybe mm-hmm. for a GPP angle, I'm totally fine if you want to target Southampton because Spurs can concede a lot of possession and they can allow a lot on the flanks. And so they could easily concede a lot of corners if you want to play like a James Ward-Prowse moving around there. But I'm inclined to believe that they should have most of the possession. They should control the game. That probably should be good for, for Youngman's son. And the other guys are just too expensive. I'm sure Kane and Tony will be used in cash games because they have the best goal scoring odds. So I see a lot of players who I consider to be quite good go that route so i understand it but i don't know i guess kind of sticking to like heuristic cash gameplay i do like sun you know i i don't think it's the it's not the worst maybe not as bad as i made it out to be just i guess because there's not a lot of opportunity cost overall i don't know like yeah who are you fading you're fading sun or madison to play one of those guys i don't know like it's not the worst i guess I, yeah, I, I understand it. You could definitely go there. So what do you think about the second forward spot? I mean, Brian and Buemo, he is pretty expensive. It looks like he's not playing his full array of minutes. And if Jensen starts, he will be splitting set pieces. So that's probably too much. So are we just going to click on Leon Bailey at 6,500? He seems like the, he's, he seems to stick out like a sore thumb with the good matchup. And I, I think he's underpriced. I think he should be probably above 7,000 against Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think... I think he's a little underpriced. According to the odds, it's the best matchup on the slate. Um, I'm comfortable with it. There's like, 
And like, what else are you going to do? I don't think you're going to spend up twice. And Waymo, yeah, he he's an option, but he's probably a little overpriced. Um, yeah. I don't Did know. Did he like, score a goal I guess... in the last slate? Like, why is he at nine thousand all of a sudden? I. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what he's he's been he's been doing pretty well, but yeah, that's I don't know why he would get such a big bump. No goals in a while, but he's been having like a ten point floor and close to ninety minutes. Yeah. I don't... If you can't use it Pedro too much. in a forward, you I guess we're looking at Leon Bailey. I mean, Mikel Damsgaard, he did get a start on Wednesday, right? But I'm sure he's a lock to be subbed off early usually. No, he subbed on and he started last weekend against Everton where he had a two point floor and played for sixty two minutes. So yeah, I mean cash games, I guess just pick one of the expensive forwards, whatever you like, go for a goal or stick with Sun for a little bit more safety and then just hit Leon Bailey and hope Villa don't play poorly at home like they're very capable of. I think I think that's the way, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just for the record. So, <laughs> Ryan, we just got to see this slate like an hour ago. So we're still for sure. Like I'm trying to go through this. it right now. Not even an hour ago. Like, pretty much pulled it up right before you know we hopped on here. Yeah, we had to build our we had to build our Newcastle showdown lineups. So I mean, you can look at other names. Potence is hilariously overpriced at 8,400. That doesn't sound interesting. Richarlison maybe a tournament option at 7,800. Probably going to get subbed off early though. I was surprised that he started after his comments about the the manager. Um, Theo Walcott for thirty nine hundred. If you need to pay all the way down, that doesn't seem so bad either. Do you have any like tournament options that seem intriguing to you from the outset? Um, yeah, I like Richarlison. I think he's one of the better tournament plays on the slate for sure. Um, you know, similar upside to these other expensive forwards, and he's quite a bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good matchup. He looked lively out there. He's, you know, got as good a chance to score a goal as anybody besides Kane and Tony, pretty much. Um, besides that, yeah, I think – so I, I've i tried to play Southampton plenty of times this season, but it's usually in, you know, better spots. I know you have too with, you know, the keeper, but also the forwards. I've tried to play Che Adams. He's always been cheap. Theo Walcott's really cheap. I don't know. You know, this is a spot where people probably wouldn't look to play him, but you wouldn't be surprised if they if they scored against Spurs. Not at all. So I don't mind going there. Um, but yeah, this is going to be mind, the twentieth like, show in a row where we recommend Che Adams and like, GPPs. He's got to score I'm one pro- of these times, right? I'm probably not going to do it. To be honest, I'd rather play like Solanke for five. I agree. I was gonna. I was gonna ask what do you think about Solanke. I've been playing Solanke a lot, and he's been pretty decent yeah. and if Villa can stink it up at home he scores a goal you can still play Villa pieces and hope that paces up the game a little bit um I don't mind yeah. cor- playing for correlations like that no me either um so yeah I'm in on Solanke and I think that's just the way I'm gonna play this slate like I'm gonna be in that range that five to six k range and there's not that many guys in there and I, I think I like Bournemouth's chances to score better than than Southampton's um otherwise like I'm gonna play Pedro Neto so maybe you pair him with someone you don't have to but you could pair him with Jimenez is in that price range at 6400 if he starts Jimenez seems okay yeah um let's see probably not gonna play these Leeds guys but 
I don't know. Bamford's still cheap. He scored last week. Yeah. Um, not much else, I don't think. Yeah, I think we've been through just about every single name, but I mean, we got probably... Lester. Nobody mentioned Lester. I mean, like like you mentioned, these games away to Brentford, usually not not great. Yeah, but Ian Nacho's been pretty good form lately, so he'll probably actually get some roster ship at seventy six hundred. A little bit expensive, but it's not so bad playing with Ivan Tony or something like that. Do you think this is going to be the dominant construction? Spend up once at forward, so pick your favorite premium option, and then spend down in the in the five to six k range that you're talking about. Yeah, I I think so, but you know, I guess I'm just looking around. If you don't play Madison, if you don't play Madison, you can maybe spend up twice at forward. Spending up twice at like I don't I. I'm not talking about for cash games. For, I don't, I, cash games, you play Madison. So yeah, I mean, if that was your question, I think, I think you can only spend up once at forward. Yeah, I was thinking from a tournament point of view. Yeah, actually. oh yeah, for, for okay, from a tournament point of view, then yeah, I'm I I'd be looking at lineups that maybe fade Madison and spend up twice, just because the the cheap range at forward is not great, and all the goals are up top, and these guys are overpriced a little so like yeah the, yeah i'm gonna try, I'll, I'll try to do it probably especially because you know pedro neto's 5k we'll get to defender but you might not need too much salary at defender so yeah i might spend up twice at forward in tournaments yeah i'm just looking at just thinking about the construction for for a second so play one of the expensive forwards and then play someone in the 5k then play a popular james madison type and then play a five thousand dollar midfielder like a louise or neto there's going to be a lot of like very similar salary structured lineups so i think there is some merit to get some like leverage by construction if we think madison might be chalky which cash game popularity often correlates with tournament popularity I think he becomes a, a better fade, but I don't know. We're, I agree. I, no, I project ownership though. It's just, I'm horrible at it. I make so many mistakes when I do it. Right. Though, like you, that's the thing. Like, it's a good point. Like how, how popular is Madison going to be? If I knew he was going to be like really popular, then I'd, I'd love the fade. I mean, he'll probably be pretty popular. You're right. Um, I think it's a good fade though. Yeah. And then I always like to think about the dinky do, but I just don't think that's on in this slate. There's not enough to pay for at the other positions. So probably looking to look at constructions. You're looking to look at constructions. I don't know what that sentence is. I mean, yeah, it's probably going to be spent up at least once. Yeah. Unless, you know, you know, maybe you play Solanke and Leon Bailey in order to play Madison and Ward Prowse or, you know, the, the two most expensive mids. I, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily like that construction, but it's different. I mean, it's different. <laughs> it's good and, and players. Like, these, it's not going to surprise me at all. If Kane or Tony is not on the winning lineup. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. You, you could do it. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could push it. There might be ways to push a little bit, Ryan, if you want to, spend up actually don't think i can find that no 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 there's you really can't Four thousand salary is too much to make up for i was thinking maybe you could build lineups where you have two expensive forwards and madison but you're going to be punting at three spots i think if you do that so that's probably it might be okay i didn't even try to do that 
Well, I mean, maybe we can. There just doesn't seem like a lot of viable punt options. Like, you know, you have Weston McKinney at 3,200. But it's a construction worth pursuing. I mean, sometimes if you're making a choice between, you know, two out of three, like two forwards and the Madison type, you can try to jam all three. And if there's enough value, I like that. push it. Yeah, that's a good call. I think you, I think you can actually. Yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't tried to do that yet, but I think you could do that. You really only need to make one fade. Basically, don't spend up a defender. Then it yeah, really don't play Pedro Poro. D- don't play Pedro Poro, and you can play, yeah, you could play Madison, Son, and either Kane or Tony. Three of the – three of those four, yeah. Um, or anyone else, but, I mean, those, those would be expensive guys. Yeah, you can make it work. That's a good call. Yeah, that might be a pretty good construction, especially on a lower scoring slate where you just want the goal scorer equity and then, you know, everyone else is scoring mostly between. Yeah, that's not bad. You can play Tony and run it back with Madison. I mean, you know, they're in the same game and then you have another Spurs or spend up for a Spurs guy in the other spot. I don't know. Yeah, that can work. Yeah, maybe we'll discover some value as we move on. I think uh, that's been a pretty thorough discussion of forward, actually. And we've been talking a bunch about midfield, so... um, yeah, the big question is, do we spend up for James Madison? And I think I think we definitely have the salary for it, looking at the dummy lineups I've tried to build. I don't think I have the skeleton key to the slate yet, but um, I think we've said a bit about it. But, I mean, do you want do you have anything that you want to add to James Madison's case? Like, do you think Lester can get enough set pieces for him to make value in this spot? And do you think he has a big enough ceiling? Lester have just been so inconsistent. So maybe what do you think about the whole Lester side and how that game could go? Well... Do you think Madison has the highest floor on the slate? Um, well, I'm only I don't have a mastery of everyone on the slate, but he probably does he have a better floor than Sun is the question. That's it. So it's like one of those two. Um yeah. so even if he had like I think that just answers the question if you play him in cash, just like on, on a slate. Second like this. best floor on the slate. I yeah. think so, and just best non- the best floor for a non-forward even um, because there, yeah, there's just, there's not the opportunity cost that there normally is. There aren't guys that you're like, Oh, I have to get this guy in there. Not at defense either. So like, it almost doesn't matter that Madison might not be in the greatest spot or the greatest play. Like if you told me, you know, look, look at his game log, he's been putting up like at least 15 floor. It seems pretty much, you know, if, if you told me he was only going to score like 12, I'd still play him in cash. I don't know. It feels like it feels like that to me. I don't know. Yeah. So home game against Chelsea, he had five shots. Yeah. This really isn't even a question, is it, Ryan? You should just play James Madison. I, mean, I think he's got so. A You're not point floor, and then he can crush you if he scores a goal. It'd be stupid to fade. I think so. Yeah. There's just you're not like again. You're not fading him for anyone. I guess like if you're fading him, it. It almost. I want to say like it better be for Kane or Tony. Like, that's, like, I guess if you want to play one of the, like, I don't know what else you would fade him for. But, yeah, Kane doesn't have a floor, though. I mean, no, he does That's what I'm saying. But, but like, yeah, okay. I, we're talking like, I'm almost saying, that. like, you need, you need, you need a goal from whoever you're going to play. So, like, if you're going that route, I know people like to go that route. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but just. Well, I mean, it sounds more right than I thought about it, you know, when the slate opened up i mean what's a bad game for madison eight ten points he could easily outscore the two forwards then he might be like he might be a jam in tournaments almost just based on the pricing dynamics 
Because if you look um, at the other midfielders, I don't know. You can you can give maybe you can fight back a well, little bit on this. I would say not if you get goals from two of like goals from two of the expensive players like Kane, Tony, Watkins, Mbwemo, Richarlison. You know, if two of those guys put up twenty plus, then you're probably not going to want Madison's ten or eleven, twelve points or whatever if he if he has a bad game, but. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the times it's going to be good. But you can still, if two of those guys go off, you can still fit Madison in that lineup. Right. It's just construction. Right. If the punts do well enough. That would be the requirement. And then we can't have a Pedro Poro do really well at the same time. Because if that sequence of events happens, it starts to get really thin. Just picking random 3K guys that do well. It's probably not the best strategy. Um, well, what do we think about the other defender spots? So, I mean, James Ward-Prowse has been super... I, I can't get James Ward-Prowse right this year to save my life. There are times when I really want to play him. I think it's a good spot, like maybe even against Tottenham, and it's like seven points just because Southampton can't can't do anything. And, you know, the set pieces aren't enough. I don't know. Maybe a question I could ask is like, did James Ward-Prowse maybe run a little too hot at the start of the season? And we're kind of like dealing with the aftermath of, of that. Like, we're almost like... a we're almost playing him out of like trauma because <laughs> he ruined our lineups so often so early. Like, is he even that good of a play at 8,500 with all the set pieces? <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so anymore. Not in this matchup against Spurs, not for that price. I mean, he's fine, but yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. Like, I've played way too much Ward Prowse this season in tournaments. I just, I keep playing him in this these spots and. I don't know. I think it, it didn't always used to be like that. Like last year, last year I was pretty much always under on Ward Prowse and I just got crushed over and over again. So then like I made it a point that I'm going to start playing Ward Prowse. You know, I just don't care. I just got to play him. And now Southampton suck and you know, his floor hasn't been as good. He's not getting involved in as many goals. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've played him too much, I guess. I don't know. He's like one player that I probably lost more money with than most of the other Premier League players. So I don't know. I'm right with you. I don't get James Ward-Prowse work right. I think you're right. I think like he's just playing on a bad team and that's most of it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you're basically betting that Southampton play well against Spurs, but again, Spurs aren't that bad, right? They're still a decent team and they'll, they should be able to handle a game against Southampton. Maybe there's a couple bad phases in it, but I just, it's tough to see, you know, a 10 cross you know, performance he, from James. He, he does Cross. seem to do it in the spots when you never have him though. And this is sort of one of those spots. I mean, even like looking through his game log, let's see his last good game came at Chelsea. Nobody's going to play him there. He scored. He scored two at Everton. At he scored home. against Tottenham earlier this season. There you go. At Tottenham when, nobody, when, when nobody's going to play him. He scored against Brighton. You know, so like, but then in all these other good home spots, I don't know. Yeah, he's just one of those guys. I don't know. I'm not going to really play Ward Prowse this week. Maybe if he falls as a last piece on uh, maybe one or two of my lineups, maybe. But that's that's about it. It seems like if you have a lineup and you really like the other seven spots, it all makes sense. And you're like 500 short of Madison. It's probably fine to play Ward Prowse. I mean, you could, I guess, I think, you play off. So it like, it, it seems fine. I don't know. I think I, I want to have a Spurs player with him. 
I mean, of course you don't have to, but just hope that Tottenham has to push the game. Yeah, Maybe. or that at least or that Southampton do. I mean, you know, Richarlison scores in the fifth minute or something. Yeah, because I was going to say, Tottenham really aren't the best team. Even if they're down, they're not like pushing as aggressively as you'd like. So I guess in the opposite script, Tottenham score early, and then so and then they allow Southampton. Yeah, that's to the one. On. Yeah, that's the script because you can see that for. Spurs Spurs sort of can let lesser teams pile on like that when they're trying to chase a game. That's very true. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. All right. What do you think about these mid-range midfielders? I think Jack Harrison's a bit too expensive, probably going to be subbed at like the 75th minute unless something's changed with his minutes. And the game against Wolves is just not as enticing. Probably cheaper pieces we can look to. I keep playing Matias Tete and just he just keeps scoring three points. But I miss the days (laughs) when he played in those interleague slates and he seemed to have a floor. (laughs) It stinks. He's forward eligible too, but... um, do you have anyone that you like? I mean, you told me once that you just never play like Matthias Jensen types in tournaments. You'd rather play like Harvey Barnes's. Um, and our boy yeah. Hanna Traore is there at 6,100. There might be some good uh, 6,000 range midfielders we can play in tournaments here. Yeah, so like just just when I was maybe starting to come around on Jensen, you know, then we see his last two games. He's subbed to 62nd minute, 79th minute not taking as many sets as he used to, you know, splitting with Mbwemo at best, it seems. I don't know. And, you know, he just, I don't know. You know, you can tell he's beaten me a few times this season. I, I didn't necessarily expect him to have four goals and four assists. He's had some big games. But, yeah, just not normally the type of guy I'm going to play in tournaments. Doesn't seem to have enough upside for his ownership. Um, you know, he's not like a guy that's ever highly owned, but he's not He's not 8%. necessarily – Right, not in not in home spots either, as like when Brentford's a favorite. So yeah, uh, other guys, and not Harrison either. I'm with you on that. I think 
while he probably won't be highly owned, he's higher owned than other guys. People like to play him and he has set pieces, but I agree he's uh, too expensive for getting subbed and just that's not a good spot away to Wolves. I think Harrison was fortunate to get there last weekend. I mean, we would have won all the money last weekend. Basically nailed the whole slate except for Harrison. I think you you pretty much did too. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was annoying. Um, but yeah, anyways, these 6K guys... You know, so I don't know, sort of bearing the lead, we've already talked about it, but I would just play Pedro Neto if he starts for 5K. I mean, he's priced as if he's only going to play 45 minutes. I mean, hopefully he doesn't. That, that, that's what he's been doing. I mean, he's coming back from a long-term Achilles injury, but got to think he'll play a little longer than that, right? I don't know. I mean, maybe like 55 <laughs> minutes. It's a serious okay. question, though. Um, he... No, it's a serious question, definitely. Like when I when I started playing soccer DFS, the first uh, the first player they started talking about was Pedro Neto, and I you know wasn't dialed into the Premier League. I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Like, why why are we paying 10k for Pedro Neto? And he definitely has that like, if he's taking all the set pieces, he's basically a, one of these DFS dream players. And so when you see it at 5,000, you want to jam. But if he plays 55 minutes against Leeds, that game could stink. I mean, he could get two corners, right. and then you're like left with can... four points. Right. These are like those tricky touch and go spots that can also lose you the slate. Like you could be listening right now or and thinking, yeah, like Pedro Neto, Neto might be the worst play on the slate. And maybe he is because there's other times when plays like this are the worst play on the slate. Like how often is the guy just going to go 45 minutes and get subbed off with five points? Even, yeah, like it's going to happen probably pretty often and of course he's going to be popular everybody's going to see that price tag um so i get it like these spots can go either way um i i'm inclined to take a little bit more risk and i also think pedro neto has elite talent so i like to bet on talent you know he was being chased by top teams in the world before that injury clearly he's not the player that he he was i mean at least not yet but yeah 5k I don't know, home against Leeds, too. I don't really, you know, I know the total's low, but home against Leeds just sounds good to me. So so I don't have a problem taking a chance there. Um, I like, actually, these low 5K Villa guys. Buendia, I think, has upside for that price. He's not priced up. I keep uh, playing John I, McGinn. So I was just going to bring him up. Bail me out. Yeah. yeah, I think he's okay, too. I like, um, not n- normally on McGinn, but sort of like him in this spot. You know, he's not priced up either. Um, and he hasn't had one of those McGinn games in a while. Goal and an assist. or you know, goals. He, he, I don't yeah, play yeah, him. That, that's because I've been playing him, Ryan. That's why he hasn't had the John McGinn game. He knows, and he always oh, – so yeah, many showdowns. So. I've been playing him a little bit too. Uh, I, I think he's still got it in him for that price tag. Um, so, yeah, I think – who else is in here? I don't know. Um, yeah. Those Jacob are... Ramsey, forty three hundred. This is the this is the slate. Oh. I finally make my money back. <laughs> I checked. He I... played ninety minutes last week and created three chances. That's gold. Actually, yeah, that's I. That's I'll definitely play Ramsey. There's not a lot of value here. Um, if you knew he was playing ninety minutes, he'd be one of the better plays on the slate. Uh, just at his owner at, at what his ownership would be in the tournaments. I think. Yeah. 
I'm really annoyed Christian Norgard got an assist last week because like I noticed that he had been underperforming expected goals and expected assists. I was looking into that on Wednesday and I wanted to play him, but I ended up playing expensive midfielders and he got his assist and now he's probably priced a bit more appropriately. So that was something that bummed me out, but I, I think he has a bit more to offer than uh, at his price, especially than might meet the eye, especially if you're playing with Tony. I think it makes sense. You can throw him in there in the midfield. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah, I agree with you. You could. Um, sorry, I'm just looking at Villa. Um, oh, go for it. No, I just see Kamara's out, then Donker's out. They got rid of Sansone. I mean, you know, the it, it lines up for Ramsey to play 90 a bit more often. It just, I don't really see, they don't have as many options as they used to. Yeah, this um, might be the day makes me like, yeah, back. <laughs> makes me like him a little more for sure. Um, yeah, not much else down here, though, right? I don't know who else would you take a chance on. One uh, of the some, someone from like what? What about John, John Moutinho? I mean, I guess for cash games, I think John Moutinho is fine. I mean, he's only forty four hundred. Um, I don't know. Is he been taking? out oh, the Wolf set pieces change like every other week. So he, he, yeah, like he I've took decided. most of them last game, and I mean, what is he? He had 10.7 floor at Newcastle in 75 minutes. Well, it's not bad. I know it's just, I mean, just one game, obviously, but. 75 minutes. I don't know. It's fine. It's, you're just playing a cheap guy to make the rest of the construction work. So you can play Matinho or Jacob Ramsey in this spot. If it's clear that Jacob Ramsey is going to go 90, I think I'd prefer him just because that's going to be the matchup with more goals probably. Oh yeah, I mean, are we, if we're talking tournaments, I'm for sure playing Ramsey. Cash, I don't know, maybe it's a toss-up. Yeah, I, I just don't think there's anything like tempting at the slow range. I'll probably trick myself into playing Elunusi if he starts, like I always do. But it's just a bunch of defensive midfielders down here. I don't think there's really anything that promising. Um, any more takeaways on the midfield position, or should we move on to defender? Um. Yeah, I think we yeah, we can move on to defender. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No problem. So I think Emerson's a doubt, and that means that we think Pedro Poro is gonna start. And at fifty six hundred when Spurs are favored, it just seems like too cheap of a fullback. I don't know. The fullbacks in EPL uh, wingback actually, the the defenders have been a little cheaper. There was like this like era where like we had like nine thousand dollar Trent in Premier League, and that really hasn't been happening lately. So in cash games I feel like you know, don't make it too complicated. Just play Pedro Poro and lock in the eight points because who are you comparing him to? I mean, he's only 300 more than Rico Henry. Alex Moreno always gets subbed off. I like Romain Peral, especially if you want to play some Southampton pieces when they're chasing the game. I always play Peral. He can score a goal. I mean, it's just like, it's not particularly great. I see sharp players playing a lot of Luke Ayling, so maybe I should be considering that more. It's decent, if that's a, but it's not a great matchup. And then uh, we can always fool ourselves into playing Maddie Cash in a good matchup. Um, what do you think about these expensive defenders, Ryan? Uh, yeah, I think you're right about Poro. Uh, even without any set pieces, I think you just got to play him. 5,600 in a good matchup on the wing. And yeah, he's a, he's a pretty good play. And these other guys aren't great plays. Like all the guys you mentioned are okay, but it's not like they're too cheap or anything. And it's not like the matchups. It's not like any of them have good matchups. Some of them are probably even too expensive. I mean, I'm really like, 
I don't know. Like, I'm just going to rule out the Villa left back. I mean, I think they're fine for tournaments, but, but I'm just going to rule them out. So, like, if if the other one's on the bench, I mean. So, besides that, I mean, I'm really only looking at three defenders. I I just look briefly here. Maybe you can sell me on someone else, but I think Poro, if I'm in that top range. And then for 4K, these two guys for 4K, Nelson Semedo and uh, Ricardo Pereira. Ricardo Pereira, what a hero last week. 3,200 against Chelsea, getting that lucky assist, scoring us 14 points. Um, yeah, I don't know. Those are kind of – they. You know, two 4K fullbacks in, you know, reasonable spots. Yeah. I think you're going to have to convince me on Nelson Semedo, Ryan. <laughs> You've recommended him a couple times. And like, oh, he man. seems like he seems like a bit. No, but I, I'm happy to be wrong. He just seems like a bit too much Ben White for me, especially when, uh, you know, maybe I'm that particularly I mean, good. Clearly, uh, clearly I've been wrong. I mean, he's just it's been a long season now and he's averaging 3.9 fantasy points. I mean, that is terrible for a fullback. Um, yeah. I don't, committed I don't know. Point and I don't know. Like to try to sell you on him. I don't know. I guess that's tough at this point. He's just like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a bad play. I don't know. Maybe I won't try to sell anybody. Um, yeah. I just thought home against Leeds usually plays 90. He's actually a pretty good player. I mean, he's a pretty highly rated player. He's fast, uh, athletic, gets crosses in. I mean, he used to show up in the box all the time when Wolves played wingbacks, but they don't do that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a great spot, but I just see there's not a lot of defenders on this slate. And, you know, a lot of it is just because Wolves haven't been very good either. And Wolves aren't creating chances. And so, like, the fullbacks, are he's going to kind of go how Wolves go. Um, and I just thought that maybe they have one of their better games in this spot and then Semedo would be okay. Yeah, maybe I pulled his game log up here and I think maybe I was being a little too harsh on him. He's definitely capable of some like better crossing performances, especially more recently. So that's definitely a good sign. I think the things that that's been frustrating me, I've definitely played him a couple times in showdowns and he's been committing a ton of fouls, like several games with three fouls. Feel yellow like cards, a yellow card yeah, risk. Definitely. I mean, Ricardo That's Pereira, on, on the other hand, should have been sent off for the challenge that he put uh, last week on. I think it was Jao oh, right. Felix, but I um, forgot about that. <laughs> so maybe he's not the you know the bastion of discipline. Either. Yeah, neither of these guys are great plays, but I don't know. Then I should ask you, like, who am I missing? I just didn't see anybody that I wanted to play. I mean, I was considering just punting the second defender position. Sure, yeah, that seems fine on this slate. Play a center back, yeah. Yeah, just go for a goal. Like, I don't know, which Leicester center backs are we projecting to start? I mean, you can just pair that with James Madison. That might be fine. Might be better than than what I said, actually, yeah. Just play a center back as your second defender. I think I like Johnny Otto a bit more than Nelson Semedo. I feel like he's a bit more attacking, Mm. but maybe I'm just fooling myself because he like accidentally scored a couple goals in two straight games in the past. Um, He seems okay though. Same price as Semedo. Yeah, he seems okay. I just always thought that, yeah, and Aitnery would come on for him. I think that's what happened. Oh, that's the The same thing with Bueno. I mean, what Johnny went 69 minutes. He did go 90 that one time, but yeah, I can. can't yeah i mean him and tomato are the same i guess yeah you know whatever they're fine 
Yeah, I mean, especially in tournaments, like, why not just play Harry Sutar? It's probably better to play a center back. You're right. It's probably better to play a center back. Not only are they cheaper, but they have more upside. Yeah, and there's always, like, clean sheet. And sometimes defenders can, like, get sneaky good games if they don't commit too many fouls and, you know, get a couple tackles. That's like a four-point floor. And yeah, you'll take that. You're right. Yeah, I I think you sold me. Yep, you sold me. What about uh your boy uh, Junior Furpo? Mm. Could, uh... <laughs> I probably won't. Yeah, no, that. no. He seems he seems he seems fine. Yeah, uh, but I just I'd rather play one of the Wolves guys at home. I guess I don't know. I'm still thinking like when I play these guys, I still want them to get an assist. You know? Or... Yeah. What about? The Tottenham lineup, I noticed we didn't talk about Ivan Perisic. So does that mean that Ben Davis would be a wing back? Yeah. 4,400? He's probably, that's probably the second defender that you would want to have then. I mean, would you rather, I think I'd rather find the 400 to play Ben Davis as a wing back than Nelson Semedo, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. What do you think? No, for, for cash games, for cash games, yeah. Um, otherwise, like, he—that's he, a spot that I usually fade if he's going to be popular. Like last week, I just sort of jammed all the Spurs, but not him. I thought he would be—I don't know. I think I'll look at the bench, but like, I don't know. It didn't—I don't know. I, I worry about him only playing half the game or sixty minutes on the wing and then moving back to center back. Um, I also don't like don't like it as much on the road as I do playing a guy like that at home in a. I don't know, just like little things. He's fine. I'd play him in cash, but I'm not like going out of my way to play Ben Davies in tournaments. Yeah, and like a tournament with more than 20 people, I mean, especially if he's chalk, that's the type of thing that could hurt you, especially if you could play a center back instead and they score about the same points. Right. Um. Do you think if Ben Davis starts on the left side, so Ivan Perisic doesn't get the start, is that going to be like a plus for Pedro Porro? Are Spurs going to be more likely to attack down his flank? Or am I overthinking it? Well, if if Davis starts on the left, yeah. So no Perisic, basically. So we would have that's, Davis. That's on what the it left. was. Yeah, that's what it was last game. And Poro on the right. Yeah, that's got to be yeah. a plus for Poro, right? I mean, there's he's going to be the more attacking inclined player. Oh, I see what you're saying. A plus for Poro that it's uh, Davis over Perisic. Yes. Yeah. Got to be somewhat of a plus. Yeah, I agree. Especially just on the chance that he does take some set pieces over over Sun. Yeah, and I yeah, I still yeah, I still think we'll see him take some direct direct free kicks. Poro, it seems like he's sort of a specialist from certain ranges. Yeah, I have seen him over the spot on a couple direct free kicks. Maybe that was in Champions League, but yeah, that's a good shout. That makes him much more live for a goal or an assist which we love to see. Um, any love for Maddie Cash? I'm actually kind of intrigued. So maybe you can scold me to tell me not to play pay 5K for, for Maddie Cash. It, it's just a good matchup. I don't know. And he's been playing 90 minutes, I think. I'll double check. I, I think it's fine. I don't know. I don't have much else to say besides that. I guess I, I don't mind these. Like, if you can get... I don't mind these guys if they're not going to be owned, I guess. I, I, it doesn't I see. seem like they're going to be, but I don't know. If you can get like 
somehow, yeah, 15, 20 points from one of these guys, that's your way to differentiate from the field. But I don't know. I guess I'd rather maybe Maybe you can sell me on cash. I guess maybe I'm not as excited as other people about this spot for Villa. Seems fine, but. Yeah, I guess with Villa struggling at home, so it probably wouldn't be too owned. So if the dominant construction is going to be pay up for one defender and then go down a defender, Poro is going to be like 40% in tournaments. That's sort of been like the meta lately, like the fullbacks and the wingbacks that are attacking are getting a little bit more ownership. So I thought maybe I could try to spend up twice and, you know, Bournemouth just concede a lot of crosses. They concede a lot of possession, but I am a bit more worried about Villa after talking to you. No, but Uh, I, I'd love to spend up twice. You got me thinking about it now. I mean, Trust me, I like I look to do that in these spots. Like I, I look hard for for one of these guys, and I'm like, oh, he if he, he's going to get ten points or just or, but I don't know if I see it as much with one of these guys. Yeah, it'd be the Villa guys, I guess. I didn't mean to to write off the left backs too much. I mean, they definitely have upside for tournaments. Um, I don't know. I I always love that construction. I guess I I'm just not as high on it uh, on those guys as you. Yeah. I tried to do it in champions league this week and I was thinking just doing the Belongi, I'm going to Belongi this slate and, you know, lock in David Raum. I forget who the other expensive defender was that slate felt like it could have been pretty good and pretty unique. It's I nice mean, to I do still, when no one's doing it. And oh, it's great to do when no one's doing it. It's still, I think it's still a great strategy overall. I think it's still the best strategy. I mean, we try to use, we use it on most slates. It's, 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 it's that strategy is just almost the standard on most slates now when you have decent defenders. So, and then we get, we get these slates where like that strategy works really well. If there's a second defender, it's just tough finding who that is. And then, you know, if you go for that strategy and you're wrong, you know, trying to force it, just gonna, you're going to kill your lineup spending up at second defender and he gets you four points or whatever. Um, I like it though. If if there's a play that you like, I I think cash would probably be the one from from those from that five k range. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about playing fullbacks. We're t- talking about playing Nelson Semedo at four k in a slightly worse right. spot against Leeds. So it doesn't seem that bad to find one. No, you're 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 uh, opening my eyes to it. I mean, like that's the so like that's the reason I was trying to play Semedo or. Pereira like I thought maybe I could do that for 4k but maybe I can't and if I could do it for 5k yeah I'd be interested in that yeah well we'll have to eventually see how that all works out I think that covers just about everything at defender I mean no Adam so we can't get his pick so if I have to do my best Adam impression you know play Harry Sutar 3300 it's like six foot four maybe Adam would be be all over uh, yeah Adam would be all over his boy Tyrone Mings here, maybe. Oh, is Tyrone Mings his boy? Not so I sure. don't know. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I just, I hear him. Maybe he's cursing Tyrone Mings a lot of the time. I think that's what it is. I think he's like Adam's version of Riyad Mahrez for me, where it's, yeah, trying to curse him. <laughs> yeah, that's James Ward-Prowse. Ugh, yeah. Oh, well. We'll eventually get right on these guys if we keep playing. Um, let's go to goalkeeper. So I don't think there's going to be much room to spend up at goalkeeper. And so what I did, you're going to like this, Ryan. I used a Jordan Cooper's heuristic. Look for the cheapest home goalkeeper. 
And that's none other than Gavin Bazunu, who I DM'd you saying that you should rig my computer to explode the next time I play Gavin Bazunu in cash. I keep doing it. And like I think he the one time I didn't play him, there's a showdown, he kept a clean sheet. It was so tilting. But I think um, I remember that one. Uh, just I think I said I would retire if he kept the clean sheet, and he did. Unfortunately mm-hmm. for you all, I'm still here. Uh, do you have any thoughts about the goalkeeper position? I don't think you're going to be able to spend up on this slate at goalkeeper, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm looking at different constructions early on. Um, yeah, I wasn't able to spend up. Um, I'm not sure that I necessarily want to either. Yeah, like, do you um, feel like you're missing out paying, not paying 57 no. for Emmy Martinez? No, I feel like the, these spots, these are the spots where like, if I were, if I pay 5,600 for Emmy Martinez and he doesn't keep a clean sheet, I mean, you like can't live with yourself, you know, like spending it was like spe- cash in double ups. Right. Like. right. Like, like spending up for one of, for, for the keeper when he's not like on one of the top teams, I almost never do that. Um, Bazuno, I don't know. He seems fine. I don't really want to do that either, though. I, you know, if I was, it shouldn't really matter that I'm playing Leon Bailey because we're not necessarily playing him for a goal, but I don't mind going all the way down to Neto. I mean, I'd be like, I think, I think Bournemouth have a better chance to win and a better chance to keep a clean sheet than, than Southampton do. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, They've had better performances lately, so it's tough to argue with you. I think, you know, if you had the money, if I had the money, I'd play Jose Sa. I think that's the highest I'd go. You know, it's just in the lowest total. Wolves are better at home. Um, but anyone, any keeper's fine. I don't know. Pick any keeper. Like, I have the same thoughts as Jordan. Like, it's, it's hard to even talk about. Yeah, well, it's play whoever you want. Let's play whoever you but want. I don't want to play Gavin Bizzuno. <laughs> don't play Gavin Bizzuno. <laughs> I mean... I don't want to say don't play Gavin Bazuno because then he's going to do it to us again. I don't know. Maybe you just have to keep playing him. Maybe. Maybe I'll let everyone know on Discord who I play. And then uh, you can fade or tail accordingly. Um, I agree, though. Saw would be the guy I want to get. I actually think I have Matty Cash in my dummy lineup. So maybe I can. Uh, maybe there's hope for me yet. We'll figure it out. You know, it might be. I just. It might be Dawson or Dawson or Kilman season for the center backs especially if you're gonna play pedro neto you need pedro neto to get there so maybe he gets there from a from a corner kick yeah you have your jao moutinho your pedro neto that would be perfect the craig dawson shouts you heard it here first Craig dawson hey yeah that's one of adam's boys too he's touted craig dawson a few times he's touted craig dawson when he was 2500 definitely yeah well when he's 2500 that's okay what is he now at 32 uh, yeah, seems okay too. We can do it. We can do it. Liam Cooper, twenty six hundred, playing with Jack Harrison. That is mm-hmm. uh, that's too. Oh, much. we didn't mention uh, Brendan Aronson. I oh, he's forty four hundred, right? Forty nine. Forty nine. Um, so I think that's fine. I actually think it's fine in any format as, as like a last piece. Um, yeah, like. Brendan yeah, Aronson versus Douglas Louise. What do you think about a decision like that? I'm just looking what I can do to my cash game shell right now if I make that decision. Yeah. You know, so I just don't think Louise is a priority. I, I know, like, 
it looks good with Villa. The spot looks really good for Villa, and it is, but he just doesn't have that. His floor is not consistently high. I don't know. I just – maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I think Aronson comes with more upside, too. Quite a bit more upside. I don't know. Like, Luis could get an assist from a corner, I guess, but – yeah. I mean, cash might build itself if you just kind of reverse engineer our discussion, play Sun Bailey, and then, uh, you know, Neto, Aronson, and Madison. And then uh, it works out that we pay, play, uh, we have enough money to play Sa and your boy Nelson Semedo, along with Pedro Porro. There we go. Is cash straightforward? <laughs> after one hour, after one hour, have we decided it's straightforward? I'm just, I'm trying to think, like, what's the, what is the, priority for flex or like what what's the fifth spot you know i don't i'm not saying uh, we're right about these first five spots but if they're sun bailey madison neto poro so like is there a priority for that fifth spot or i mean the util spot can kind of be anyone you want i i think we kind of liked a lot of these midfielders in the four yeah five, i mean it could be range. louise if you like if you can get to louise i think that's a fine play like um aronson's a fine play Moutinho is a fine play. Um, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, so, some midfielder in that range. I would just, I'm not sure there's like a priority or a guy that you're like, I, I need this guy. Yeah, I don't think so. There's a lot of ways you can go. So it's like these, it's good to be on that 3v3, but it'll, it's also really tough to project, especially if you don't have like a really sophisticated process. We're kind of shooting from the hip a little bit. And uh, it's also the most important thing with uh, if you'll cash or not that final three v three. So pretty much, much yeah. <laughs> this is like one of the slates where like if you if you think you have a take on some of some of these spots, some of these players, some of these games, this is a, one of the better slates to to play those guys on because there's just a lot of close spots and you're you're not missing out on you're not really missing out on anything in this whole midfield range, especially from four k all the way up to. 7k i mean you're not like making a bad play if you do something instead of something else so i don't know you know like go it's a slate where if, yeah if you think you see a path or have a take on one of these games just go with your gut yeah go with your gut that is our patented advice i like it i mean yeah, i mean it's, it's I some so. of the best <laughs> advice it's some of the best advice to be honest i know it sounds kind of funny no i mean it's if you have a good hunch and you've been playing for a while and you, I don't know, right, it's good right, to do right. because wait, it's, wait, right with all that. I, I think it's just good to like, be like confident in your decisions too. Like, I don't know. I feel like if I make, I'm more, I'm more tilted if I make a play and it's a mistake and I just did it out of like FOMO or something, or it's like, Oh, I should play this guy. I'm much more comfortable right. analyzing mistakes when I just decide to make a stand. And like, I, I pick this guy over that guy. And that's just what right. it is. And I was either wrong or right and unlucky. It's more easy to process when you're not playing scared like that. Exactly right. It's like you it just reminded me of what I did with Declan a couple weeks ago. That was what I did. That that FOMO, scared, whatever, just play him because thing. Anyway. Yeah, play him because you don't want to look like a fool in my, so, uh, in my cash sort, game tweet. <laughs> sort of. I mean, yeah, I pretty much played him only because Jack was – gonna review that that's late <laughs> yeah well you hey i remember i remember nah. back in uh <laughs> in september you like keep keep me on these things that is yep. such a painful tweet to post sometimes definitely. it's like when i play 
when I play Pascal Gross and he sucks. Oh, it's brutal. It's a it's a pain. It's painful for me to look at sometimes. <laughs> we do it, but I like it. But I like it. I like it. Definitely. Yeah. Well, if you want to see that tweet, you can follow me at Jack Burkhart, where I recap the cash games. And you should follow me anyway. I'm going for over 200 Twitter followers, which is one of the most pathetic sentences I've ever said. And uh, everybody, people, Ryan, follow where can Jack. they find you? I think it's just oh, at Ryan Belongi, right? Yeah, at Ryan Belongi on Twitter or in Discord at RotoWire. Yeah, please find us in the Discord. We've been using the cheat sheet during the show. So if you're not a member already, you can get a two day free trial, uh, rotowire.com backslash soccer trial. Cheat sheet, ultimate time saver, even if you don't play too much. I mean, just have some respect for your time, use the cheat sheet makes it fun you can make decent lineups doing it and uh you can use it for a bunch more research if you want and you can join us in the discord where we'll be tilting normally i would be tilting this newcastle matchup but we were talking about it here um otherwise uh anything else for the people ryan or uh, i think it's mostly just a uh, good luck tomorrow trust your gut and uh don't play gavin bazunu i think that's it right yeah that's what it is good luck everybody good luck everyone <laughs>